Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. We have RN and nurse practice safety specialist Deanne McEwen with us. Deanne, it's always a pleasure to have you with us today. How are you? Casey and Shane, so kind of you to say those nice things, and I'm fine. Thank you. Well, with a title like that, Nurse Practice Safety Specialist, OMG, that's quite a title. Do you wear a helmet everywhere you go? (laughs) You know, aren't we all really? That's that's really what we're all about as registered nurses. I think we should all wear that very proudly. And, you know, whatever it takes to get the job done, if a helmet's required, we're going to put it on, right? (laughs) I work for National Nurses United. We are the largest uh, professional association and labor organization representing registered nurses across the country, over 185,000 strong. And I absolutely love this, and I absolutely love that NNU is supporting Bernie. I mean, I can't think of a better way for us to get in the political fray and try to affect change for a single-payer system. Absolutely. You know, with these new and emerging infectious diseases, uh, you know, everybody's entitled to health care. You can do what you can, and it's all well and good to give people advice, but what if they can't carry it out? You know, that's what we're there to do for them is to help help people at their time of need and meet them where their need is. Yeah, and speaking of that, do you mind give us a little background? What is the Zika virus and where is its origin? Where did it come from? Well, what we know right now is that the, the virus is uh, being transmitted by a specific mosquito species, uh, a virus that's similar to dengue fever and uh the transmission now we're finding can happen through sexual contact, mm-hmm. blood transfusion, and from mother to baby during pregnancy. And it's generally in 28 countries and territories in both North and South America uh, right now where they're being uh, infected. So you have to be bitten by the mosquito and then you can have the disease and pass it on to somebody else? Well, that's what it looks like now. You know, not a lot has been known about the, the transmission. Uh, you know, it first appeared and caused panic in Brazil. And the thing that caused the panic was is that women who were pregnant apparently started giving birth to babies with a specific malformation, microcephaly, mm. a small skull and an abnormal brain size and function. So that's very concerning that we may have a whole generation of people who are affected by this disease. So when a mother gets the Zika virus and passes it to her child, what are her symptoms? Well, they're saying generally right now that people can have it and be asymptomatic, and then other fever, chills, uh, rashes, like a flu-like type symptom, joint pain. You can get uh, itching, uh, redness of the eyes, uh, conjunctivitis, or a pink eye which is generally caused by a staph infection. But what we're hearing now is that most people won't even know that they have it, and only about one in five people with the virus will exhibit symptoms. Wow, it's scary. It's being called a pandemic. What is a pandemic, and who should be worried right now? Well, I think all of us should take precautions. Because the mosquito transmits the virus by biting people, obviously this is a virus that's carried in the blood. It's also been isolated in semen. It's been isolated in other body fluids, as we all know. And so try to avoid areas where mosquito infestation is common, where an approved repellent, uh, especially if you're pregnant or of childbearing age, uh, 
you know, you don't want to expose the baby to yet another hazard by some of the uh, chemicals that are in the repellents that are commonly used. The hard thing about that, Deanne, is let's say you happen to be a pregnant woman in Florida, where I would imagine there's more mosquitoes, and you use a repellent, but your partner is working outside and gets bit and doesn't even have symptoms, you can contract it that way, yes? That's what they're saying. And so now they're recommending that men and women avoid sexual contact or men especially to use regularly and properly uh, condoms until we know more about the virus and the horrible side effects that it can cause, Guillain-Barre, a rare autoimmune disorder, and it results in damaged nerve cells and weakened muscles and paralysis. So that's what's so frightening about it is that most of us think you get bit by a mosquito, you've got a few hives and you itch and it goes away after a while, but this is causing effects, side effects and consequences, severe impact on a future generations. And what's the difference between a pandemic versus an epidemic? Well, a pandemic means that because now of the way there's global travel, that pretty much anyone in the Americas, uh, they're saying not so much Canada, but around the world, because if it's carried in the bloodstream or in bodily fluids, where the virus has been isolated, then the way people connect with each other, travel occurs. This could be spread around the world. That's why the World Health Organization has been involved, and more specifically here, the Centers for Disease Control in this country have put out warnings and letting people know there are travel advisories. And if you're of childbearing age, you may think you could become pregnant um, or you are pregnant to avoid those areas. It's, it's a large part of the world. And I heard listening to the news the other day that they were telling women in Brazil, well, just don't get pregnant until 2018. And I thought, well, that's not a very viable plan. I don't think that's worked in Brazil <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. And also <laughs> the other thing about women should have protected sex, that's true. And we've seen how well that works over time. Not so well. So that's tough. Is there a vaccine? No, it's not vaccine preventable yet. And so the best you can do is avoid those areas where it's endemic and hopefully avoid then getting bitten and then possibly spreading it. Because with these new emerging diseases, and there is some evidence that the virus is mutated, once it does, the mode of transmission may likely change as well. And there's just not a lot that we know. So you know, again, a universal health care system where people uh, can go in and request to be tested if they've had a possible exposure. And just be aware of your surroundings. You know, I'm looking after the rains here, any standing water, water collection, some of your patio furniture and toys the kids leave outside, and just make sure you not give mosquitoes a place where they can easily breed and propagate themselves. All right, great. So where would you recommend people go to get the most current information about this if they'd like to learn more? Well, we've got a, an active link that's updated regularly on our website at nationalnursesunited.org. That will give you information about what they can do, about possible symptoms. And again, I want to emphasize the majority of the people who may become infected or carry the Zika virus may not have any symptoms at all. Anything else you'd like to share with us, Deanne? Well, I'd like to say thank you for helping us get the word out that, you know, information and knowledge and 
being able to share with one another is very important. And common sense right now and access to health care. Again, if you believe you've been around someone that's possibly traveled, again, 28 countries, go to the website, find out where those are now. Very helpful. Thanks, Deanne. It's always a pleasure. We've been talking with RN and Nurse Practice Safety Specialist for National Nurses United, Deanne McEwen. For more information about National Nurses United or this topic, visit nnu.org or nursetalksite.com. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.